Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. 
I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are. Thank you so much for watching, for commenting, for emailing me, messaging me with all these amazing questions and, and sharing your story with me. I, I really, really, really appreciate it. You guys will never be ignored by me. If you guys message me, don't worry. I will eventually get to you. Even if I take a couple of days, if I'm traveling, I will always get back to your messages because that is, that's what an INFJ does. We can't ignore someone when they're in need. And I won't do that to you guys either, okay? So message me anytime, um, rent to me, ask me questions, whatever you wish, right? In this video, I want to speak to you guys about uh, a question that someone asked on one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. I'm one of the Facebook groups called INFJ The Counselor. It's a very popular Facebook group on uh, online, and I think they have thousands of members. And one of the people asked a question, you know, how long does it take for an INFJ to become friends once they start a new job? friends with those uh, the people that they're working with, right? And I looked through some of the comments and I thought there was that was really interesting because it brought up a lot of stuff for me, things that I'm interested in saying. So obviously I'm doing this video now. I wanted to share my thoughts with you. Um, and I'd love to hear from you guys, obviously, as well. Tell me, how long does it take you to become friends with your colleagues? Uh, and if you ever become friends with your colleagues? Because for me, not, not only do I, do I get... Not only do I take a long time to become friends with anyone, I mean, it doesn't matter if they're colleagues, it doesn't matter if it's a person on the street, it doesn't matter in high school or university, whatever it might be, it takes me a long time to trust someone. Not only that, so it's not that I'm not, I'm not even considering them, them as friends because I already have a long roster of people that are on the, on the list to become friends of mine, right? I mean, I've, I've known them for a long time. And they should be first. So if I've just joined a company and if I just start a new job, they're not even on the list yet. They're not even there because I have so many people, other people. I'm not boasting. I'm just saying there's so many other people that are first in line. They're still waiting. I, I, I still don't trust them. I've known them for years probably and I still haven't considered them or I still don't consider them as friends. So my new coworkers are never going to be my friends. Well, it's going to take a long time. And by the time it takes, I, it, by the time they get to that point, they're not going to be interested anyways, or I might have left the job or whatever it might be, right? So I take a long time to become friends with people. Even people who think they're my friends aren't actually my friends. Ugh, it's such a horrible thing to say. But in my mind, friendship is something special. It's reserved for a few, maybe one or two people, maybe max three or four, right? And so I'm not going to have a thousand friends. Um, if people message me online and ask me questions and, and we have a conversation, it doesn't mean we're friends, I guess my standard of friends is much higher or it's just that I don't want to consider everyone a friend because then what is the point? It's not a special relationship anymore, right? It's funny because my sister was saying, you know, uh, you don't know me at all. You don't talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And I know her more than anyone else on the planet really knows her. Also, she knows me more than anyone else on the planet really knows me. So we really are friends, but she's an INTJ and I'm an INFJ. So being introverts and being the people we are, it takes us a long time to become friends with someone. And even if we are friends with someone, it doesn't mean anything. Friendship, in my opinion, has so many layers to it, right? I could be a friend of yours and we have a casual acquaintance when I have a conversation with you, which is what most of my friends are like. I, mean, I have so many people I know, so many people I have a, a relationship with where we will have a conversation maybe once a week or once a month and I'll ask them how it's going for them. And maybe they'll ask me what's going on with me, but mostly they'll just vent to me and tell me about their life and how their life sucks or their boyfriend sucks or their children suck or whatever it might be, right? And so they'll vent to me, they'll get rid of their aggression or their depression, and then they'll move on with their lives. They don't really care about me specifically. I'm not saying this to be mean, 
but we're not really true friends because they don't ask me how I'm doing mostly. They just want to talk. They just want to get rid of their own stuff. And so that's the kind of friendship I have with most people on this planet. I'm totally fine with that. I understand it. I know that's the case. I don't lament it. I don't cry about it because there's no point. That's the way it is, right? There are a few people who care about me in a way where they ask me questions about how I'm doing. They're a little bit higher up on the scale. They're maybe closer to being true friends of mine. But again, they're not true friends of mine because um, I need my friends to be the kind of people that I, I don't speak to them for years or months on end and they'll still be my friends. And most people are not happy with that, right? Most people want to talk very often. Um, I have a few people on this planet that I know that I could ignore them, ignore them, but like not talk to them for months on end and years on end and then I'll just message them randomly. I'll think about them like, oh my God, I miss her. I'll message her or him and they're like, yeah, like, how are you doing? Everything's all right. And they'll tell me about what's going on in their life. They will not bitch about the fact that I haven't talked to them in months on end or years on end. What's the point of that? I know that. You know that. What's the point of talking about it? Let's talk about the stuff that's happening right now, right? So those are the kind of friends I want. Like I really don't want to be bitched at because I didn't message you because I'm not the kind of person who is good at keeping in touch. I'm not. I really am not, right? So all of this to say that friendship, in my opinion, has so many different layers to it, so many intricacies to it, so many trust levels, and so many different things involved in it, right? I might have a friend that I only call upon when I break up with someone, or I might have another friend that I only call upon when I have work questions, or I have, might have another friend that I only call upon when I have YouTube questions, you know? So there's so many different aspects to friendships. How can you say that you're going to be a friend with everyone at the same level? I don't think it's possible, right? I don't think it's possible for an INFJ specifically because we, we have so many permutations and combinations that are constantly running in our head. We're constantly calculating, constantly doing recombinations, constantly doing all these calculations in our head that this person lies here on the spectrum and then this person lies there on the spectrum. And so this person's a better friend of ours and this person's not so much, right? So we're constantly doing this in our head. It's not something that we do consciously. It's just happen, happening subconsciously. And so when someone says, you know, are you friends with your coworkers? Never. I'm not friends with them because I never stay at a company long enough to become that true friend with someone. I will be friends with them in a manner where we go out for a drink occasionally. We'll go out for dinner. You know, I might go out clubbing with them. When I was back in Toronto, I had friends like that. My coworkers where I went out dancing with them all the time. And people from the outside might think, oh, man, you're really close to them. You go out dancing with them twice a month or something. And I'm like, no, I'm not, right? We're just friends. We're friends in that level where that's what we do. And we get together. We have a couple of drinks. They drink and I watch. And, uh, you know, we have food together sometimes. And we go out dancing. And that's the kind of friendship I have with most of my coworkers. Some of my coworkers I completely ignored. I mean, I would have a conversation with them, obviously. Like, Hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. But they were not my friends. We were colleagues, and that's it. It was never going to progress past that point. I knew it. They knew it, and we didn't bother with it. Or maybe they didn't know it, but I knew it for sure. Right. So that's how it was with most people in the companies that I worked at. And now, right now, I work in a company that's very small. There's not that many people that are involved in it, and so I don't have to worry about it too much. And also, these people are—they have their own friends. They're busy. They're—they they're, don't bug me about you know becoming friends with them. They'll have a casual acquaintance. We'll have a conversation here or there. But that's it. And I like that. You know, there's no pressure on me to be a friend of someone. I, I hate that pressure. I, I despise that pressure. Why are you putting pressure on me to be friends with you? What kind of friendship would that be if you put pressure on me to start with? You know, you had to be friends with me. How, how does that work? It's so weird because it, it happens to me so often. And people get angry if you're not friends with them or you're not friends with them in a way that they want to be friends with. 
you. And I think to myself, what what kind of friendship is going to develop from this? You know, it's like forcing someone to get married to you. You think that's going to be a happy marriage? No, I mean, probably not, right? And so I don't like that. I don't like the pressure. I don't like when I, if I join a company, I automatically have to be friends with everyone in the company. No, I, I don't like that kind of pressure. I hate it. It's so stressful to me. I don't want more friends also. I, I hate, I have too many friends already. The four or five people that I know that I don't talk to, that I talk to occasionally, that's already too much for me. I can't handle it. I, if I had to bring more friends into my life, I, I'd literally die of stress because I'd just be, I'd burn out. I, I'd be so stressed out all the time thinking about, oh my God, I haven't talked to this person in a while. And oh my God, that's, that friend of mine's here and I need to, I need to hang out with them and, and this and that. I, I would just burn myself out from all the, all the conversations in my head, not even actually meeting them, right? Yeah, that's what I would do. I could totally see myself doing it. So I, I don't want more friends. Whenever I meet a new person, I don't necessarily say that to them unless they're really, really pushy about, you know, we need to hang out, let's go hang out, blah, 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 blah. If they get really, really pushy. I will usually have a conversation with them. Now, I know you guys probably think I'm crazy for doing this, but this is how I keep my life simple because I really need to keep my life simple because I do so many things. I have so many projects on the go. I can't have all of this nonsense clogging my brain systems up. I have so much work to do, right? I have so much stuff I want to do in my life. I don't want to worry about people that are wanting to be friends with me that I don't really care about, right? So mostly, as I think I've said this before, mostly I'll have a conversation with them right away. I'll say, you seem like a really nice person and you have really good energy and I wish I could be friends with you, but right now, I really want to say that the, my roster is full and I'm not accepting any more applications. But the truth is, I, I just, I can't handle any more friendships. So I, I'll usually say, I'm not looking for more friendships at the moment. It's so odd to actually say that out loud right now because it sounds really, really horrible. It also sounds really egotistical. But that's the way it is. It, it, in this moment in time right now, I have lots of people that I, I have in my life and I care about. They're already taking a lot of my energy. I have all these projects that are also taking a lot of my energy. I don't have time to devote myself to any other thing. And so that's what I usually tell them. You know, I'm sorry, I don't have time to devote myself to anything else. I apologize. I'm not looking to build friendships here. I'm just wanted, I just want to do my work. I, I just want to do my work. Just leave me alone and let me do, do my work. And that's all I really want to do. And so that's usually a conversation that I have with most new people that I meet that are really pushy and wanting to be friends with me. Um, no, just hold on a second, just step back, step away from me, get away, and do not bother me because I'm not interested. I'm not interested in friendship. It's funny though because, I mean, a lot of people say this to me, you know, you know, you're going to be old soon and then you're going to be alone and then you're going to regret all of this. And I think to myself, if I have not regretted it till now, I'm probably not going to regret it. And if I do regret it, it's not your problem, it's my problem. I'm going to regret it. Why are you worried about it? You know, you do your own thing. You get all the friends in your life that you need so that you're not alone in your old age. Um, I'll take care of myself right now in this moment in time, and I'll worry about old age when it comes. But I'm pretty sure that I'll be doing even more projects than, than I'm doing right now. And I don't think I have anything to worry about. So don't worry about me. You take care of yourself. Let me worry about myself. Right? I hope this answered your question. I hope that this makes sense to you. So the short answer is... I. <laughs> I don't consider coworkers uh, friends uh, unless it's like an unusually great person, and I'm like, oh my god, this person's really, really amazing. I really want to be friends with them, which happens has ha has never happened. No, it has never happened. Actually, happened once, and I'm still friends with her, and she's the kind of person that I can message once every two years, and she's totally fine with our friendship being that way. That's why I love her so much. 
Um, but it usually doesn't happen, so I'm really not bothered with it. Their colleagues of mine will work well together. I'll do my level best with them. If they ask me any questions, I'll be there for them. If they need me for anything, I'll be there work-related. Um, I'll be there for them if they need me personally as well. I'll sit and they can run to me and they can talk to me and they can tell me all of their stories. And I'll be there for them. But that is it. That is it. When I go home, I don't talk to them. When I go home, I'm by myself and I do my own thing. When I'm done with work, that is it. I don't talk to them ever again. And especially if I leave that workplace, I'm done with them forever. I never, never, never talk to them again. Unless we're Facebook friends and they message me occasionally, that's it. It's done. And I hope this makes sense. I don't know what your opinions are. How do you guys deal with coworkers being friends? Or are you friends with coworkers? I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, I'm, I think I was a little harsh in this video in terms of friendships. Because, but for me, boundaries are so important that I'm always making sure that no one steps over my boundary because otherwise my whole life is going to fall apart. And I've set up the bricks so carefully. You know, I've, I've made sure that I've removed everything that is going to disturb me so I can do my work. So I'm really, really careful about bringing new people in, especially new energies. Again, if you guys have any questions, let me know. You can message me at Facebook, which is Boomshaka as well. Or you can email me at boomshaka at themillionairehappy.com. I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boomshaka. Bye for now. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.